Hey everybody, welcome to Your Kickstarter Sucks, the only podcast that uh, we that we do reg- semi-regularly. Yeah. That we do every week. That- it's the only Kickstarter-based podcast that we do sometimes. <laughs> that's so. that's right, Mike. I'm your host. I'm your host, Jesse Farrar. Uh, Mike Hale is here as well, my frequent collaborator on the show. Very nice. Very nice of you. <laughs> um, so glad to have you here again, Mike. In the YKS studio. We're here in the YKS studio. Lovely. uh, Sponsored by Valvoline. Uh, Thank you so much to our sponsors at Valvoline. 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 Why not? Hey. (laughs) You know? Um, uh, Let me... uh, That was a really uh, great improvisation job there. Mike, I'm going to read from the copy they gave me here, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, oil got you down? Well, you know, why don't you um, come on into the store... And what we'll do is we'll just take a big old uh, bucket and mm-hmm. go up underneath of your car. Yeah. And, you know, before you know it, you'll have all that oil out of there and you'll be on your way. So that's why when you stop by Valvoline, don't forget to tell us that you heard about us on the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast and we'll let you take the oil with you and you can do whatever you want with it, too. That's cool, man. That's yeah. a cool perk that we're offering. And that's only to our listeners. Yeah. That's awesome. So Valvoline, check those guys out. Mike, it's been a little while since we've been together. Um, not sexually, I just mean it's been a, we haven't seen each other in just a, sh- yeah. a short time, and that's unusual for us. And so nice. Now you <laughs> now come on, you've missed me. <laughs> don't make me read all the come texts. On. Don't make me read well, the texts. Not on the don't on the show. Don't okay. Um. Yeah, man, we've been uh, not around. We've been busy, busy little bees. Now you've been, now you've been at the, you've been at the baseball game. You've been going out to the, take me out to the baseball. Yeah, but I've done other stuff too. That's as far not, as I know, you've spent nine days at the baseball game. Well, you never know when the game's going to happen, so you got to go there and pray that they're going to have a game in the time span that you've uh, decided to show up there. And how many did you see? I saw one in the nine days that I was there. So that's kind of cool. Not bad. It's kind of, it's like waiting for like a. Uh, you ever see a shooting star? It's like it's like one of those. Yep, yep. The people you're waiting there, you're you getting all bored. You're uh, doing the what is it with the hands there, fidgeting with the you're doing your fidget spinners, twiddling your thumbs. Yeah, that, that's what you're looking. What for. is it? What is it? The people used to do before the fidget spinners. That's funny though. That twiddle, twiddling your thumbs is now obsolete because yeah. of uh, the fidgets. Yeah, get out of here, Grandpa. <laughs> get out of here. We're so not ba- doing that so ba- You could have a grandpa, and he's at. Uh, Sears, and he's mm-hmm. listening to the terrestrial radio. Well, Chris Chris Cornell's playing. Sound Chris Cornell's playing. playing on the terrestrial radio. And you're young and hip. And he's twiddling his thumbs. All that stuff is gone now. Yeah. All of it. Grandpa's got <laughs> all of it gone. I'm glad we've moved past grandpa's. <laughs> we've evolved beyond the need for grandpa's. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> When you think about it, they are kind of redundant because we've all got regular dads. We've already got a paw. Yeah. What do we so. need a grandpa for? What's so grand about a, a grandpa? Yeah, you're kind of putting a hat on a hat there. We don't really need I mean, it. So. so go fuck yourself, grandpa. Yeah, eat shit, grandpa. My and, grandpa's already dead. Uh, my so grandpa is dead, and actually my dad is dead as well, so I don't even have that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so. we got to get you a new dad. So that's the new thing. If you'd like to be Jesse's dad... um. Or his grandpa, uh, go ahead and write into the show. It's your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Subject line, I would like to be Jesse's dad. So 
So that'll go straight to his phone and his eyes will light up. He'll jump up and down. I got a new pop pop. Finally. Yep. So, but it's cool. Yeah. So we haven't seen each other in a while. So we're a little bit behind on the show. And I know people like hearing that. Yeah. People love that. People think, love when we're behind on the show. I think if you're a listener, the number one thing you like in a podcast is when the first thing they say is, sorry, we haven't d- done this lately. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. I'd actually like to make like a coffee table book out of the the last page of a blog being sorry i haven't updated this recently yeah. <laughs> sorry um i've been a little busy but that's going to change and then that's the last one that they yeah. ever do <laughs> uh a little prescient on our part to say that <laughs> and then but, uh oh well oh well i'm sure it'll be fine so um so what have you what have you been up to what's been going i know you said you're at the ball games but how have you been? Uh, it, we just—I feel like we haven't even talked. We haven't even texted. We haven't even—I just don't know what's going on with you. Yeah, I'm a whole different man since the last time we. Yeah, you got a new shirt. Got together. I, I was hoping you would notice the shirt, but you did. Yeah, I, I saved, got some new shorts. Yep, they're a little bit longer than I would like. But what am I going to do? Take them in? Yeah, I'd like to get my shorts uh, short shorted some more. Come on, they're called shorts, not longs, Come Mike. On. So, um. No, but I've been thinking about dying a lot. Yeah. Oh. Just on like a... Okay. I think I'm having like an existential crisis or something. Mm-hmm. Like uh, some kind of... Uh, I'm 33 and it's all like... Like I'm thinking... Like right now my hands are uh, sweaty when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because um, uh, I had a dream last... I mean... It's, I mean... It's, I don't want to get into it. No, no, I, no. People want to. I think people would like to hear. Uh, a little it's pe- the kind of dream that stays with you, Jesse. Yeah, all day. So, I uh, in the dream, I was alone. I was dying. I woke up uh, scared, as you as you do, and I uh, I was touching the the wound uh, where I had suffered a mortal. Uh, wound there and uh I, I died in the dream and i woke up and i realized oh, it was a dream but it, it's it stayed with me all day i just fell off you know I, f- I felt uh just terrible all day because um i had this thing just constantly on my back and in the back of my mind of just uh just death and it's been like that for um uh i would say months Months now, I've just been thinking about nothing but death and dying. And uh, when is my time going to be up? Another thing I've been thinking about. Um, and uh, I feel like the world is just uh, spinning out of control. I feel like I don't belong here anymore. I feel like uh, I'm 33 years old. Um, that's old to me. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think about my parents dying. I don't want them to be in that position, you know, of uh, of dying. And I don't want them to be alone. And I don't want my son to be alone. If I die, I feel uh, I feel alone a lot in my life. And uh, I feel like, uh, like I said, I feel like I'm. Uh, is this it? You know, is there is there anything? I feel like I'm on like a roller coaster that I can't get off of. Like uh, it's just set in motion like on some like i'm on it like i I don't know i don't know how to deal with it um 
just keep thinking about death and dying. And uh, I feel like I've walled myself off in these past like uh, 10 or 20 years of my life where I'm just uh, just in a constant state of depression. And um, it's like I said, all I think about. And if I don't think about it, then it'll never happen. Um, it's a real fixation uh, just on death and dying. And I don't know how to stop thinking about it. And it's driving me crazy. It's actually driving me crazy. I'm getting, I'm, I'm sweating right now thinking about it. And uh, it's, it's controlling, you know, I feel like it controls everything that I do. Like uh, every decision that I make, every thought that I think about um, is just guided by, you know, these fucking thoughts of uh, just dying. Um, so what have uh, what have you what have you been up to? I've been getting into putt putt golf. All right, now that was we had a little bit of fun with that. You're not really depressed. I mean, that was all just a joke. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. We just did that for laughs. That's, um, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, now, when you say sure, yeah, okay. Um, hey man, you're gonna fucking flip your wig when you see this. What, and now, is that your transition into... Yeah, it is. <laughs> and now, do you want to set this up? Yeah. Let's do this, uh... Check this out, right? Let's do this, let's do this. Uh, from now on, uh, I'll be like, I'll be like Johnny Carson and you'll mm -hmm. be the guest and I'll just say, and, yet, and now do you want to set, do you want to set, the, I'm doing Jay Leno. Yeah. And they were on the same show. Carson, Leno, same thing. Uh, now do you want to set this up? Do you want to say you got a clip? You want to, do you want to set this up for us? Yeah. Jesse, um, and then I'll just continue setting it up like, like I was going to, uh, before you interrupt. So Jesse, you're going to love this. Well, now hang on. Let me interrupt you real fast. Cause we do have a theme song for this, Mike. And okay. do you want to listen to that at all? Yeah. Well, Check this out, Jesse. It's called the six pack. Yeah, so those it's the six pack, Mike. It's in the six pack. We gotta keep. We gotta remember. Um, oh, let's. We don't need to talk about how the sausage is made the six pack is a, a segment of the show that we invented and uh copyrighted and it's uh where we present six packs to the listener and the reason right? i feel like sometimes we need to go over things is because i feel like we don't uh know ourselves what the show is yeah it's very hard there's a lot of parts to it people don't realize how many different parts there are to the show but it because it comes to in the end it comes together really smooth what is there there's the intro yeah uh obviously an outro and then a whole middle part that you have to figure out every and, time and don't even get me started on what goes in there but the six pack is where we take a look at six of the bright stars from the kickstarter universe and we we take we take those campaigns and we say let's see is this good um is it much more likely terrible why is it terrible um, what are some funny jokes we could do? And then we probably talk about that for six to eight hours and really <laughs> get our noodles going. And and we come to the six pack with our uh, with our notes. We got a binder here. I know you've heard of binders full of women, but how about binders full of notes about kickstarters? 
Yeah, how about that? Um, the first one that I want to tell you about JF is called Finger Jar. Now, we've seen a lot of Kickstarters on this show. I feel like we've done probably eight to 900 episodes of this show. Yeah, um, two hours each. But in reality, we've done about 16 or 17. We've, we've seen a lot of Kickstarters. Uh, we've seen a lot of joke Kickstarters. Sometimes um, we haven't recognized them as jokes. Um, and it's annoying, right? I'm trying to trying to do my job here, and which this is serious for us. People yeah. don't understand. We take this very seriously. I think about it 24 hours a day. This is called finger jar, okay? And so you might think this. Oh, it's uh, it's, oh, it's just funny. This is like a a joke product, and you'd probably be right. Probably would be. Yeah, you probably would. Be. Um. What it boils down to is someone has created a product that is um, it's a little rubber finger where you can stick it in the jar of like what peanut butter, um, so you can get the last remnants of your peanut butter. It's and that's that's it. It's a little rubber finger on. That's a stick. hilarious. So that's that's funny. Um, I guess I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like just uh, it just looks like a finger. That's correct. Uh, so it's this looks like a little finger <laughs> on there, and this is from this is from England, and it's strange that it's strange how funny this is because you know most of the time you you don't think of English people as being funny or having um, a good sense of humor, but this just bubbles me over. Um, yeah, uh, this is super good. Um, Twenty thousand dollar goal on this, I believe, if the the, the the money translation is right. Uh, one backer, so you know, twenty two days ago could could get there. Yeah, a sudden a sudden groundswell of support for the finger jar. Like we say all the time, it just takes one guy with twenty thousand um, dollars. Here's what I don't get: Why is it called the finger jar instead of the jar finger? You know, this this Kickstarter is in. Uh, it's a, it's an enigma to me. Perhaps the one flaw <laughs> is the order of the it's words. It's the naming scheme. Just everything else. It's a, everything else is pretty solid about it. Obviously, it's a home run, but I but just the name feels like it could use a tweak. I think he went on Shark Tank, and they were like, uh, "Could we change?" It? And he was like, "No, I'm walking. Sorry." They offered him not. Ch- they offered him two million dollars <laughs> for one percent of his company. I can't budge. And he said, you got to switch the uh, words in the name. It doesn't make any sense like this. So it is a, it's a rubber finger that you put in the jar, um, and then you suck off the finger. And uh, <laughs> Hell, you had me at suck off the finger. <laughs> so Is this a problem for you? Do you have a problem with jars um, not being empty when you're done with them? Uh, is, this, is this something you run into a lot? Me personally? Yeah, you. No. Um, because there's just more at the store. You can just go get more. I don't know if this guy knows that, but you don't have to get every last drop out of it. You fat, disgusting piece of shit. You can just go to the store and get another, like another whole thing or use like a spoon or knife. I mean, that's just, maybe I'm crazy. A spoon, that would be like a metal implement with like a, like a thumb on the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. You put the thumb in there and it gets all the stuff out. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to, as to if you could use this for other things, like maybe, um, 
maybe okay so maybe you're cooking and you want to dip something in there and just to test but you don't want to use your finger right maybe you could use this just rubber been scratching finger. your balls yeah or maybe you could just put this up your asshole and just put the finger up there yeah yeah well the thing about putting stuff up your ass mike and, and i've been meaning to talk to you about this is is when you put stuff up your ass you're going to want to look for something with a flared base at the end and and the reason for that is because a lot of times you can get things that just go up there and they don't want to come back out. And that's a problem. Oh, boy. Because typically what you're going to want to do with your ass is poop out of it. Yeah. And if now think about this. I'm ta- I'm, you mind if I take some notes here? Uh, no, please. No, please okay. do. Uh, now, now think about this. If you got up the ass, if you got something up that old ass mm-hmm. and you got it and you want something to come down out of the ass as well, you know, think of it kind of like a doorway. You're walking in. Someone else is walking out. Yeah. And in this, I'm, ana- the, I'm the turd. And in this analogy, the person walking in is the finger mm-hmm. on the stick, and the person walking out, let's say you in this case, are the turd. Yeah. And then the door is the asshole. Okay. And so you can see where the I'm following gets, you 100. It, it kind of gets tricky. So you need a flared base on this. That would be my one note: is maybe make this a lot bigger and um. And make it out of a material that um, is going to be able to get cleaned. So when it does go up the ass, you can clean it out. Maybe like, you, have you seen those um, those fisting hands that they sell at the porno shops? Have I seen and, them? Uh, and online. Have I seen them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seen uh, the rubber, the yeah. rubber, the rubber fist. Maybe that guy could hook up with whoever makes those mm-hmm. and he can make that. But it's just like the pointing fist. Oh, okay. So it doesn't go completely up your, or maybe it does go completely up your ass. Maybe it know. does. Why does it? Why does the um, the fisting sex toy guy not have six products right there? Because you got the fist. Yeah. You got first finger, like middle finger, ring finger, pinky finger. Oh boy! And then closed fist. Because you're talking about the open fist, right? Yeah. And then you got the full five finger slap. I mean, it's kind of stupid not to have like a modular dildo. I think we just made somebody a millionaire. Somebody's listening to this. Some lucky listener has just hit the jackpot. The modular dildo now at it, IKEA. It pays to listen to YKS. Yeah, it really does. What else you got? I've got something called the finger jar. <laughs> and wow, did we do that one? No, I think we just. I think we just did that. No, maybe, I thought we did jar finger. Maybe five seconds ago. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Right. Well, so. Um, I've got something called, you know, okay, so I feel bad about this because sometimes people will tell me, I was listening to the show and um, and it was really funny, but I was listening to it with my wife and uh, you guys were talking um, a lot of trash, yeah. You're using a lot of trash words. Using some bar talk, some barnyard words. Do you remember when our president of the United States um, was in that old bus there? Yeah, and he said, um, "Well, I don't, it's not important what he said, but that's just some locker room talk is what he was doing in there." And that's kind of I feel like sometimes our podcast gets into that. Yeah, so maybe we should uh, kind of clean it up. Maybe, uh, yeah, let's maybe not say any curse words or anything like that. What do you think? From here on out, it's clean. Okay, okay. and so, so the next one I want to talk to you about is called the Harry Pussy News. Okay, and this is an animation filled with satire and comedy. Uh, and this is a, a very interesting concept for an extremely unfunny show. 
and it's called the Harry Pussy Late Night, mm. the Late Night Harry Pussy News with Harry Pussy. Oh boy! And now the the he gets away with that because guess what? There's a guy named Harry Pussy. Is that right? That's his name. Oh oh oh, there, oh there's a guy. All right, and oh, he just God. so happens to be of the feline persuasion. Now you can kind of see where they get into some shenanigans yeah. here because the cat, see, is named Puss. Uh, his name's Harry Pussy, and yeah. and he, and Puss. You can call it Pussy. You can call it Cat Pussy. Yeah. So and it's and his name's Harry. So that's cute. So it's pretty cute. It's pretty funny. Um, he tells a lot of jokes. This one is out of the. This is this one's out of Europe. Um, and I'll just I'll, another another Euro banger. Love these guys. Those guys over there. Okay, this says Harry Pussy News, an animation filled with satire and comedy. Harry Pussy News is an animation set in a parallel universe, almost identical to ours. Only everyone is an animal. Welcome to Pussywood. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll just give you a little bit here. Uh, Harry Pussy is an ill-tempered late-night anchor cat. Striving for a perfect show, only to be disrupted by his weird, undesirable animal crew he's forced to work with. So maybe this guy's a little bit of a diva. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, Harry Pussy the Diva. Um, he's the anchor of his own show on HP Harry Pussy News. So I'm not really it doesn't I'm not sure how well it tracks for Harry Pussy to be the name of the cat and the show and the network. Mm-hmm. That one doesn't feel all the way developed as an idea feels like there's not a it feels like it's just uh some guys just making all this up right it's not like it's not real yeah i don't think this is real um his <laughs> he uh he has a co-worker named taco oh my god and uh and he wants to he wants to get he wants him to be killed it says here uh now the show takes place in uh a, a fun little town called pussywood and this is a district of los angeles i think maybe you'll recognize it as a very um a very discreet subtle parody of hollywood as we know it today uh but it's called pussywood instead <laughs> and uh it says here on the streets we we can't help noticing famous characters like arnold shepherd the gorilla uh, half gorilla half german shepherd miley bitches a humping poodle dog and johnny cat not, who's Johnny Cat? Johnny Cat. Are they trying to say Johnny Cash? Is that the character? They, they didn't explain what that one was. It says, but obviously the most famous TV star living in the hills is our main character, Harry Pussy, anchor cat of the most famous show of the world, the HPN show. So, um, this is uh, good, wouldn't you say? You, yeah. I would say that. Uh, let's see. Taco is let's see. Cortez Ruiz Rincon Marquez de Valle de Ochaca. Yeah, just for his name, Harry hates him, and that's why he just calls him Taco. Uh, so maybe uh, the folks over in Europe don't realize that that could be considered offensive. <laughs> I think they realize it, and I think they just don't give a hoot. So. Well, then we've also got Chris Double Cross. He's the abandoned child of God and stepbrother of Jesus Christ. He's a lazy lion and a DJ. Um, and uh, but check this out. Uh, he's an atheist. 
even though now, Jesus Christ is his brother. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. This has got more twists and turns than a ski slope or something, you know? This is crazy. Yeah, but 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 let's not leave out Mary the hopping, talking, and smoking marijuana plant. <laughs> so Mary is a smoking, talking marijuana plant who is addicted to weed. The plant is one of a kind, and therefore she got kidnapped by Harry. A hairy pussy, I assume. Mary is smart and knows the only way to escape the HPN studio is playing along with the circumstances and pretending she likes Harry. So this is an ongoing television show thing that they're trying to do, right? This is a TV show pitch. Yeah, and it's an animated <clears throat> show. Okay. So I thought I would go ahead and play you a little bit of the video of these guys explaining the concept. Please do. Because I'm dying to hear it. Okay. Take it away, Alexander. This is the Kickstarter video for the uh, Harry Pussy News Show. Hi, Kickstarters! <laughs> Hello, Kickstarters. My name is Harry Alexander Boren. I'm the original creator of the cartoon called Harry Pussy News. Harry Pussy is Pussywood's most famous vulgar and unorthodox anchor cat in the animal world. Despite his eccentric show, terrorized by his crew of imbeciles, he gets his message crossed. Hi, my name is uh, Lucas de Pijnder, and this is Ferdy uh, van And we are animation director and 2D animators and also co-writers of the Harry Pussy News. Harry Pussy News is the first interactive cartoon directly involving social media, which means that you are going to write on our social media pages a topic you love, and we are going to make a plot around it. Why are we going to do that? Sometimes we see formats like uh, South Park or Family Guy. For example, in South Park, once they had to actually censor when they were talking about Mohammed. We don't want to have that restriction. We don't want to have a, a network boss with them tell us <laughs> what we can talk about or what we can't talk about. We just want to be very free. We want to be, we want to be able that if we're going to talk about, for example, ISIS, that, if, that Lucas actually can be beheaded. We don't fucking care. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what we really want to is if you, if you have something that really bothers you and you think one day, why is nobody talking about that topic? For example, Bilderberg. Now, nobody ever talked about, about Bilderberg Group or what they're actually doing. Yeah, not Who in the mainstream they? media, maybe in uh, alternative media, but we want to make a cartoon about alternative media. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harry Pussy News Late Night Show. If you lose an iPhone, no worries. Find my iPhone, we'll find it in no time. But if you lose an airplane with 239 people on board, well, you're just simply fucked. <laughs> so... That's uh, what you can expect well, uh, from boy. the Harry Pussy News. They, they're not pulling any punches over there. Yeah, I thought. I thought. Okay, this is safe. You know, now I thought this was. This is all right. But nothing is safe. Nothing's safe. What do you think? What's your favorite part of that? Is it the the fact that it's Harry Pussy? Uh, is it the fact that these guys were not pulling any punches about ISIS, or is it the fact that these guys wanted to do a show about the Bilderberg Group? They just spun off a weird conspiracy there right in the middle of the... Uh, That's, yeah, what, a little bit... Uh, everything's good on that. I think... Okay, so overall, it's, I think it's... Uh, while I was watching the video, I was like, 
you know, maybe this could work and be like an adult swim thing. You know, it's a silly fucking, but it turns out that uh, the people behind it are just stupid. So that's not going to work. Yeah. It's like not nothing, cool. nothing that they proposed was necessarily funny. Um, or, yeah, it was, it wasn't or interesting. I, would, I wouldn't say necessarily funny or good <laughs> or interesting. Uh, anyways, 82 euros pledged of 60,000 euros. Um, and it did not meet its goal. So that one's, uh, a done deal. Flush. Hey, uh, Jesse, make sure to add a flush sound effect. Okay. And here um, is the flush. Awesome. That was great. Thank you. Wow. That was a good flush. That was a great flush. Um, speaking of things that are super funny and super good, um, I've been seeing like a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of chatter about this because it's the one year, I guess, anniversary of when it happened. Yeah. The fucking Harambe thing that was, that blew up for maybe, maybe 45 minutes <laughs> last year. Yeah. Everybody went nanners over it. And now catch everybody up on what happened in case they were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you, in case you lived under a rock hey. this past year. Uh, Harambe, as we all know, gorilla in the Cincinnati Zoo, uh, a child fell into the enclosure. Uh, this, this gorilla grabbed the kid and then they shot it. Super like depressing, not, not really like a funny situation. Maybe right? one of the more depressing things that you could think of. First off, happened. it's a, first off, it's this fucking animal. It's in a zoo, just locked there. Doesn't know. Everybody's looking at me and, and yeah. I I mean, I mean it turns them into sociopaths basically. Um, and so the inevitable happens, and a fucking toddler falls in there, and this gorilla is like, "Oh, what's what's going on?" And in the past, gorillas have actually when this has happened, gorillas have like coddled them, you know, yeah. like they're because they relate to us since we we share so much of our DNA, or so the scientists would have you believe. <laughs> Jesse but, Jesse doesn't believe in uh, evolution, by but, the way. But the, but the zookeepers, I mean, and, and of course, they gorillas have a long lifespan. They are with Harambe for a long time. <laughs> um, it you know, it's got to hurt them to to make that call. It's not yeah. like they're they're not they're not like bloodlusty zookeepers. I don't think that. Although that is kind of a funny concept for a show. The people become zookeepers because they really want. They just hate animals. They just want to blow all the animals' heads <laughs> off. That's kind of funny. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. But. Yeah, maybe you could hook up with the hairy pussy guys after this is over. Um, but yeah, it's super sad, right? It's fucking gorilla didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, killed by these fucking zookeepers. But uh, and for some reason, it has now become a proxy. Every John, for people who's not people who are not funny. Every John Q chuckle fuck. Thinks it's like the funniest fucking thing in the world, and that is that is the most annoying thing. Yeah, uh, it's the new it. it's the new epic bacon. It is. It's it's extremely. It's like nails on a chalkboard when you when you see something like that. It's so it's it's painful, but uh, not this because this is good. This one is good. Yeah, it's the Harambe Memorial Watch, a memorial and a treasure. Uh, so basically, what it is, it's this. Shitty watch, and on the face of the watch, they've created a uh, like a constellation um, out of dots in the shape of a gorilla, like and, a polygon, and it says Harambe underneath of it, and that's that's what you get. That's what you get. And that's what you get when you buy this. It's in memory of Harambe, who was shot and killed in Cincinnati Zoo a year before our launch date. 
uh, comma, we've made this affordable luxury watch. It's a luxury watch with uh, sure Harambe on it. So, of course, it is. That's cool. Yeah, and you would think um, when you when you hear this, you probably think, okay, this is somebody trying to do um, like a Cards Against Humanity uh, type of like web comic dork thing where they're it's it's a gag but also they'll i mean they're really going to sell it but it's also supposed to be funny to them yeah but this person has actually uh done something even worse which is <laughs> uh take such a craven attitude towards monetizing what i think is probably accurately described as nothing short of an, an actual tragedy yeah uh, and monetized it without even as far as i can tell a token gesture to like uh this could be um a, a charity like we're donating to the zoo maybe or to preserve gorilla habitats in the wild or yeah anything could it could it possibly could they even do that or is it just a huge fuck you and this is like this is a well, this person has all of these like product shots and like all of these professional uh photo shoot shots and shit like outside with my harambe watch yeah and like uh it's good looking girl with my Harambe. Like they're like all in on this fucking joke that happened last year for, like I said, for maybe 40 minutes engineering, uh, schematics on here, just a different variety of like bands and shit that you can get with this watch. They've gone all in. They've, they've put some time into it, which I mean, you have to respect that. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's based around a, a fucking throwaway joke. It's really disgusting. I feel like they, they came up with the watch idea first and we're like, we need a fucking kicker on this. Yeah. We need a, a hook. And so they were like, oh, everybody loves Harambe. So why don't we do that? Well, and, and when you told me about this, uh, like I said, in our production meeting earlier in the week, when we go over <laughs> all this stuff in advance, yeah. when you told me about this, I asked you if it was one of those things where it was the one of those shitty watch companies that asks somebody on Twitter if they want to sell merch. Yeah. Uh, and I don't people may not know about this, but if you, and it hasn't happened to me, I've had some other, like I've had some other company wanted to do some crap like that. It wasn't specifically the watch guys. Did you have the watch guys talk to you? The watch guys did not talk to me. I know they talked to, um, John and talked to a couple other. Yeah. People. Talk to a couple of the people with big audiences. And basically the pitch is is what? It's like we'll sell you we're gonna sell this like fucking cheap shitty watch with your your avatar on the back of it. Yeah. And we're gonna take like a cut and that's that's our business. We're model. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna make this watch for you and it's we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna retail for like ninety bucks and we'll take forty. They're obscenely expensive, aren't they? I think I remember looking at those. Yeah, but, and I think it goes without saying. Uh, who actually did it. Um, <laughs> well, look, so let me just say this. I don't think there's anything wrong with... Cashing in. Making a buck. I probably, Jesse's, all, Jesse's all about it. I probably wouldn't say cashing in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's okay if you've... <laughs> Um, if you if you spent some years online uh, doing jokes and people seem to like you, that's fine. Do, do, you know, do, we're we're making a little bit of money off this podcast right now. People probably think it's a lot of money. Uh, it's not. Patreon.com uh, slash your Kickstarter sucks is the is the address. For um, it's really great to be able to have that. To, you know, to pay for our hosting, to uh, get us some good equipment to record with, um, and uh, and and buy dinner. Bought Mike dinner tonight. You know, so it's not. A big, <laughs> 
Uh, I got you a mint as well, which we don't have to talk about if you don't want to. But <laughs> I said, I said, thank you for the mint. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go. Ahead. I didn't hear that. He didn't um, hear the thank you. But, but maybe because I didn't say it. But but to me, the funny thing is, is when you do something like this, which is modify watches, and uh, the dildo Hitler. Okay, we'll just say dildo <laughs> Hitler did it. And I didn't remember this when it actually happened, but he already did the fucking Harambe watch. Oh, he did. Look, one of his watches is Harambe. Oh, boy. For uh, $75, you can get this watch. And he's probably going to make... Uh, <laughs> probably going to make 30 a pop. He's going to probably make 30 off of these watches. And they just look like total shit. It's just like a little piece of paper that goes that's glued onto yeah. the watch. Watches probably cost $2 to make. If that... But it turned out it's not this. It's like a whole branded. Yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole like they're they're serious about it. And like I said, I think the the Harambe thing was an afterthought because that that seems kind of uh, just thrown on there. Um, like they did all of this work to to do these product shots and um, uh, it's twenty four karat plated and all this shit. Uh, and then oh yeah, it's also Harambe. Like the the two ideas do not mesh at all. What is it about Harambe that screams watch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I'm really glad that um I'm glad that unfunny people have found an identity. Wow, what a fucking bummer though. I'm not going I'm not going to think about it cuz I'll get worked up and start get pissed off, but that is a fucking bummer when stupid shit makes so much fucking money. What you think this is going to make a lot mm-hmm. of money? I mean, it's <laughs> uh, 1100 bucks out of 40,000, 43 days to go. It is all or nothing on here. So, I mean, it's it's possible this luxury Harambe watch doesn't get made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't anticipate it being, uh, you know, taking the world by storm. It's got to be a bummer for those guys because they seem, like I said, to put a lot of fucking work into it. But Into this $200 watch. Hey, maybe uh don't have a shitty idea. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Just my two cents. Zephyr said what? A super backer on the page says... Would love to see this take off and gain some traction for Harambe. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't we all love to see that? Let's see. Oh, they've got a post on May 28th, the first anniversary. Today is the first anniversary of when Harambe lost his life. <sighs> yeah. For all those that felt a part of this story and want to keep the message of Harambe alive. Please pledge to support this project and be a part of a worldwide event that shook people to their core in memory <laughs> of Harambe. And he also misspelled it, Harambe. He misspelled the gorilla. So just really shitting on the dead monkey. Yeah. That's what a cool. fucking bummer. <laughs> let's, bring it, let's bring the energy down a little bit. <laughs> um. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip this because that one was really depressing. I'm gonna do the 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 less depressing one that I've got uh, right here. This is called my first web comic. My first web comic by Shane Ayers, and um, it says here this is my first web comic which I've written and am getting produced about the end of the world and the beginning of real life. He says uh, now this is now this is in Brooklyn, New York that this is happening. <laughs> You're fucking you constant. <laughs> Your constant just hatred of Brooklyn is just so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Now, if you can, if you can imagine this, <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't have a problem with Brooklyn, honestly. But if you live in Brooklyn, fuck you. I don't. <laughs> but other than that, I don't. You know. Um. In the in the tradition of XKCD cyanide and happiness and questionable content. So, uh, this is his first webcomic. He's shouting out, uh, probably like the three most well known webcomics. Um, it's good press for them. I'm venturing to tell a funny, cool, thought-provoking story in bite-sized bits that everyone can easily digest. Everyone knows what a webcomic is. I don't think you need to explain what a webcomic is. He says, I've been venturing for the last three months, and I'm trying to bring everything to a close. Um, So a lot of times when you see a webcomic or an art-type project on here, it's something that's been established for a long time. Yeah. Something that has gained an audience that needs an extra push to put out like an anthology or another storyline, uh, something like that, that people are actually interested in. However, in this case, this person has not done anything. Um, and actually, as you as you read on here, it turns out that uh, he's also not drawing it. <laughs> what? What? So you know how a big part of doing a comic is drawing it? Yeah. Well, he's not doing that. Uh, what is... Okay. The money is going towards compensating the artists for their time and effort. Um and also, he's he's throwing five percent into kicking it forward, which I've never heard of. <laughs> but it for some reason it it's like you, it's a program where some of the money goes back into Kickstarter again, which seems weird to me because if I were to back a product or a project rather, and I knew that my money was a part of the five percent that just went and got back somewhere else, I'd be like that's kind of weird. Yeah. That's why when I so when I support Patreon, I use my own personal account rather than the show account. Yeah, because it's kind of weird to me for somebody to give the show five bucks and then for us to give someone else that same five bucks. Am I thinking about that wrong? Is that weird? I think. Well, you got to remember that money just doesn't even exist. Or did I just blow your mind? All right. <laughs> so this guy's uh, this guy's comic. Um, it's uh let's see, I had the title right here. It's called Dumb Zombies. Yeah, it's called right? Yeah, it's called Dumb Zombies, thank you. Yeah. And I don't know that if I don't know he even does he even say what the title is in the thing, or does it just say the website at a certain point? Yeah, it's I mean it's not called Dumb Zombie, it's called My First Webcomic. And I'm gonna cut the guy a little slack. This was in twenty twelve, so it was a long time ago. Uh it did get backed. He wanted um let's see. Is it gonna tell me? <laughs> At some point, he says it just eclipsed 400%, uh, and he got $1,000. So you can infer from that that his goal is something like a few hundred dollars, and he says that he wanted to um, pay all his artists. So if he was going to pay all his artists with a couple hundred bucks, kind of makes you wonder what exactly the uh, the life uh, span of this project was supposed to be. And I guess in order to to find that out, all you have to do is go on over to www.dumbzombies.com, which uh, it doesn't exist. So it's gone now. Um, and also facebook.com slash dumbzombies. That also doesn't exist. So Five years. Five years is the lifespan for, for a webcomic. You think? Yeah. I, I think we sh- somebody should tell our friend Drew that he can stop doing toothpaste for dinner. <laughs> And married to the sea, he could have he, it for like twenty years. Yeah, he could have. Hey, buddy, you could have uh, just moved on to something else. 
the the lone comment we've got on here on the last public update where he says it launched uh, this is october 2012 he says it's finally launching yay um and then uh the first comment here on may 2013 so roughly 6 months into the uh into the project where he was supposedly posting these one week at a time uh says sad to see this project dead already <laughs> Okay. So I think Shane Ayers may have taken your thousand dollars and uh, probably not paid any artists and probably didn't put up any comics. It's hard, man. It's hard. I'm gonna stick up for this. It's hard to do. It's it's hard. It, like you, when you do one of these projects, like you, you ninety percent of the people aren't thinking about this shit. They're not thinking about like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to. They're just like focused on fucking getting a bunch of money. Um and then putting out a product. Are you quitting the podcast right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, people don't realize how how much work it is. You know, and they just see that money, <laughs> and that's all they want to go for. And you know, all, I mean, and, and and plus, what do you have? Like gas money to drive up to <laughs> your friend's house, and then, um, I mean, the studio, and then. Well, you get free dinner, so I mean, uh, that is a part of it as well. Free mints free. too that you do not have to say thank you for. So that's another plus. Um, no, but I think that. Maybe he just underestimated his shit, but he also seems like a moron. So, well, you know, he was working on it for three months and then decided, well, I got to get paid for this. Uh-huh. So, I wonder what happened to those three months of comics. But hey, I guess we'll never know. Uh, because he died, and yes. that's it. <laughs> Rest in peace. I posted this one on the blog, Jesse, and uh, it blew up. Blog over at yourkickstartersucks.com. <laughs> I shouldn't say it blew up. Uh, it just got uh, maybe more than one or two. Uh, likes or retweets or whatever the fuck is going on over there. Now, come on. You're selling yourself short. Um, that's what I do. Um, do you love steampunk? I know you do. You don't even have to answer that question. Um, well, how about uh, some kind of flippy book? Do you love those? <laughs> You're shaking your head. Okay. I'll tell everybody. Now, now hang on just a second. Hang on yeah. just a second. You're mm-hmm. talking about like flippy books, right? Yeah, I'm talking about flippy books, Jesse. And um, so these madmen over at Flipbookit, which is a company. Sure. um, They've combined the two into a a steampunk top hat that plays plays, uh, like a Rolodex of pictures that move. And, uh, you know, I think we said this last time on the podcast, some of these are extremely hard to describe. <laughs> this is no, <laughs> this is no exception. It's, um, it sounds like something you're making up, but because I have seen it, I know that it is real. Yeah. It's a little contraption that plays like a, a, a well, like if moving pictures, you know, like, um, old times fucking steampunk days. What it looks like <laughs> is, uh, you know, the alarm clock from groundhog day. Yeah. That's basically the technology involved in this hat for some reason so this these people made the the flipbook thing it's called well that's a flipbook it right mechanical flipbook art and kit whatever the fuck that means it's a little thing that you can turn and uh, it shows you a moving picture of a horse galloping and everybody says ooh and ah and then they leave your house and they don't come over ever again um so now they said oh jesus christ uh this shit blew the fuck up made so much fucking money we should put this, as you do, in a top hat. Yeah, because top hats are cool. And so 
Uh, they have raised a lot of money. Uh, 15 grand out of their 17 grand goal. Um, 10 days to go. It will get funded. God bless them. God bless this corny shit that people love for some reason. We got some, we got some kickback on this. Some, some guy was like, a some guy, I think, uh, uh, Stefan retweeted it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said we got kickbacks on this. I was excited. I was like, yeah, uh, well, I, it meant, sounds like I a- meant pushback. I would love to get some kickback on this. <laughs> I think Stefan retweeted this and some guy said, um, oh, great. He was like looking at the podcast oh, yeah. for the first time. Yeah. He was like, wow, just what the world needs, a uh, podcast about Adam Sandler that hates on artistic projects for no reason. Yeah, that was cool. He was like saying that we loved Adam Sandler, which we do. You got you got that right. But we're not hating on art projects for no reason. This is um, a genuinely bad idea. If you love it, God bless. But, um, well, no, I think it makes sense because if you start from the premise of it makes sense to put a book in a hat <laughs> and then just go from there, then I think it's pretty obvious, you know, the, of course, just make the book move, right? Yeah. And then also uh, make the shit that goes on the book some um, some shit like a rabbit, like uh, jumping in a garden. Um, and, you know, that's not so crazy. And the cool thing about this is you can wear it to work. You can wear it while you swim. You can wear it to... Where else can you wear this? In the in the spa. Let's see. We got one here from... Uh, I'm just looking back on all our menchies. Uh, at Objector Snark says, uh, What's with all the hate on this, y'all? This is fucking kick-ass. <laughs> Conversely, what's with all the specific love for Sandler, y'all? Hey, man. Um... What's with the love for Sandler? Hmm. Yeah, let me think about that for more than two seconds, idiot. Um, we're not hating on it just to hate on it. It's it's stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds rude, but it's it's it sounds a little bad. rude. The book hat is not cool. Um, unless you think it is. Unless you think it is, then and and you're also a Patreon donor. Then we agree with you. And it is it's cool. Awesome. Yep. It's awesome. I love it. No, but it sucks. Uh, it's not good, and if you think that it's good, you are wrong. I feel like if I were listening to this without having seen the hat, I don't think I would understand. Folks, you got to see the hat, okay? There's yeah. Head on over to yourkickstartersucks.com. Check out this hat. You're going to love it. You'll probably hate it. Um, what is the purpose of... How is it powered? Did you get that far in the video to understand what it was that was making it do it? I um I didn't get that far because I think you I think it's I think that they took their old invention and just crammed it inside of a hat. Jesus legitimately Christ. what they did. So you'd have to go back and research that other uh project which I do not want to do because uh this feels like cancer to me. I don't want to get involved with it at all. They made one that's like a flipbook thing that you sit on your table, it's under glass, under a glass dome. And that's that's that was cool, but I think it left people saying, hey, I'd love to put this on top of my head and go outside. I really need um, something that's even bigger than a normal big hat. <laughs> I need something where I, I walk outside and people will point at me. Um, I mean, maybe you're into steampunk. Are you? What do you think? I'm, t- I'm, looking, I'm talking to you. Me personally. Yeah. You know, I liked Wild Wild West. Do you like that movie? Say no more. Did you like that more. one? You're in. Uh, I I thought it was okay at I, the time. I thought it for was for the time period, right? Pretty, I thought it 
it was cool. I think it's rewatchable. Um, Selma Hayek is in that. Um, and that's great. And then, uh, of course, Will Smith's in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they got that that big spider. Yeah, you're just saying the the things about. And I guess it's in the now. and it's the old west as well. <laughs> um, now I finally found the thing. It's uh, it says here finally the perfect account divided evenly between <laughs> shitting on harmless art projects for existing and Adam Sandler fandom. Yeah, well, so what, nerd? So that's um, oh boy, that bums me out that that guy has a take. That's that. Not because I respect him, but because it's it's so very dumb. It's the flip book hat of takes on our podcast. <laughs> so okay, I've got one. I've got one here, and uh, you'll recall that I I saved this one for the end because it was more depressing than the one I just did. Yeah. So I would say steal yourself to be depressed by this. This is called Ohura, the minimalist MP3 audio player with a micro SD card. Um, it says here, flyweight MP3 player is fully self-contained, no tangled earbud wires, and no Bluetooth delay. Listen to audio directly in ear for hours. So when you hear minimalist, um, I think for us, we think scam immediately. Yeah. Because so many of the minimalist things are just like a piece of tape, like rolled up or some shit like that, and it's a wallet somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something that's maybe like uh, like over designed, designed to within an inch of its life, um, with these uh, you know Dutch angles on the photographs or whatever the fuck, trying to make people think that it's art house somehow. Yeah. So this is not that. Um, I think this actually does fit within the true spirit of minimalist in that it doesn't do anything. Um, it is a, a tiny thing that um, little plastic box about the size of uh, maybe like a pill box or something uh, that's attached to the rear end of an earbud. So sort of imagine like a really clunky Ikea-ish take on the ear pods that Apple has. But instead of just and being, this thing is huge. Yeah, it's actually pretty massive as far as something. This is just a prototype, though, so you would assume that it would get smaller. Although, in order to make the technology work, it has to be at least as big as a micro SD card, which of course is small, but kind of big when you think about something getting stuck in your ear. So yeah. So, anyways, I I do think it fits the bill as far as a minimalist product goes. I don't think it's a gimmick in that sense. Um. But what's really weird to me about this is it's it's created by this guy who um I'm just gonna let you listen to him, actually. I don't I don't wanna Alright. I'm just gonna let you listen to this guy. Sick fellow hipsters, my name is Bo. I promise you I am not a hipster. Yes, these are pretty So right off the bat, I don't get why he said that. Um <laughs> I'll replay it. Um you tell me if this makes sense. Hello, my little materialistic fellow hipsters. My name is Bo. I promise you I am not a hipster. He takes off his horn-rimmed glasses. Hello, my fellow materialistic hipsters. I promise you I'm not a hipster. Okay, sure. If I'm going to give him a note on the pitch so far, (laughs) I'm going to say drop hipster because I don't think you understand what's going on with that term. Yeah. Anyways, okay. No more interruptions. Go on, Bo. 
Yes, these are prescription. I do need them. I do not wear them for fashionable sense. You may be wondering about all of these things behind me. Boy, what a violent person you are, Bo. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so he does have like a... <laughs> He's in a tool shed with a bunch of tools hanging up on the wall. I bet it's not a tool shed, though. I bet it's his living room. And uh, he's, he's got nunchucks there for some reason. He's got like this. Uh, what's that? What's it called? Where the boards are like lap ship? Is that what it's called? Lap ship. Lap ship. <laughs> Hello. Lap, lap ship. I mean, what's hey lap ship? What is that? Are we taking a cruise somewhere? Because that's <laughs> lap ship. Um. Uh. What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, what lap else? ship. Um. Ship, lap. Hey, is that a uh, is that a nautical themed strip club? Lap ship. Uh, lap ship is is that uh, is that a description of the re- the relationship that I have with uh, a chair? Because when I sit down, oh, the lap, God. yeah. So basically, you so, can say, okay. That's fucking killed it, dude. Nailed it. Whose <laughs> line is it anyway? It's ours, motherfucker. Okay, so yeah, he and he's got like a bunch of like he's got some sides. For some reason, he has a look at this. He has a Leatherman multi tool up there. Who fucking hangs their Leatherman on the fucking wall? This guy's a an odd duck. Yeah, you can say that again. This guy's an odd duck. No, actually not. These I have picked up from my travels across the world. I actually run a non-profit charity studio, and we do charity film work all across the globe. And I've picked up a few of these. And as a matter of fact, this one right here is from Sierra Leone. And we just got back from there. And the story goes, and it's all true. I promise you, I'm not making any of this up. I met a man by the name of Joseph. Joseph was a security guard, or rather is. I'm saying was as if he passed away. He's still alive and kicking. Well, Joseph, he was speaking with me about Easter because it was Easter at that time. And I wanted to invite him to Easter service because I love Jesus, I love the church, and I'm always happy about inviting people places and loving them like Jesus. Okay, so that's that's what's wrong with him. I, I figured I figured it out. Come on, I bet we have lots of listeners. Ah, uh, right. Who have a? That's what's wrong with him. He's happy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I knew there was something weird. Did I said, "Hey, are you coming to Easter service?" He said, "No, no, I have to work." Hey, no problem. When do you get off? Nine p.m. No, oh, wow. Well, when do you start? Nine a.m. Wow, you, you work 12-hour shifts, Joseph. My, my wife does that as a nurse, and, and that, that takes a tough cookie to do that. Whew. Especially standing out here in the hot sun all day long. How many days a week do you work? Because my wife does three or four, and that, that's pretty tough on her. He said, seven. So, obviously, Joseph just does not want to go to church with this asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey man, they got me pulling uh 24 hour days, dude. I'm sorry I would I would go. But. Yeah, but well, okay, well uh but surely you get off sometime this week, right? Or are you just Yeah, I got uh well, I, they give me 3 hours for one bathroom break a week. So I take care of all my stuff during that. I don't have time for church during that time. Oh, damn, cuz I was going to take you to church with me. We we're going to be there for a really long time and hang out. We're going to listen to stuff and Shit. You know that how, sounds fucking um, dope, dude, but I can't. You're in Sierra Leone, you don't even speak, you don't speak English or anything, and so I thought it'd be cool to go to this yeah, service that, where... that would be cool <laughs> to, um, to, to get out of my, uh, you know, my my nine to nine job or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that I want to do is uh, go to church yeah, with you. I thought so. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> so he's a minute and a half in, has not pitched the product yet, but... Um, is he going to at some point in time, do you think? Yeah, 30 seconds. Just check it out. Joseph, you're telling me you, you work seven days a week, 12 hours a day. 
And he just kind of laughed at the absurdity of it, but he was telling me the truth. Standing there as a security guard is his life. He can't do anything else. He can't read a book, even if he wanted to learn how to read. As we talked, he was actually from a remote village out in the middle of uh, Sierra Leone. So I suspect he actually couldn't read. He was just hired to stand there and be a security guard. So that was the moment that this little device was coined in my fuzzy little brain. I thought it'd be cool if he could like listen to Pantera. <laughs> well, he, well, it worked. Hey, man, we got we loaded up this. Um, so I invented this device. I saw that your plight. I invented this uh, cool little device that hooks onto your ear. Loaded it up with a bunch of Bible passages, <laughs> so you can. Oh, this is oh, this is so cool! I remember you. Uh, you came down uh, here uh, to Sierra Leone, where I live, and um, and you saw the sort of uh, conditions that I live in, and you saw how hard I work and how little I have, and how uh, hand to mouth and subsistence living uh, my whole life is. Uh, what did you bring me back from your country some, of is it some food of, or some of mar- modern marvels to make my life or some medical supplies or yeah anything money or anything? Uh, no, well, uh, Joseph, actually, um, I thought it would be cool if uh, if I just I put some Pearl Jam on here, <laughs> and they're they're pretty big. They're still touring right now. They're not really uh, they got some new stuff, but it was really mainly the classics I put on here for you. Really influential during the time I grew up. Uh, I'm from the Seattle area, so really uh, I have dysentery. Uh, I'm shitting. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, so that's actually only minute two of this seven-minute pitch for uh, an, an MP3 player um, for this douchebag to feel really good about himself um, and talk like a baby to a grown-ass man. Oh, Joseph. Oh, Joseph. <laughs> but you're just a little security guard, and you don't even know how to read. You're probably sweepy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. Maybe this would be cool for for people in underdeveloped countries to listen or like to an audio book or whatever. to listen to Pearl Jam. <laughs> you know, I don't even like Pearl Jam, but I bet they would down there. Um, actually, I don't know. Maybe it, he kind of talks about it as if it's a book thing where they could, since they can't read, maybe they could listen and learn. But then um, I don't know what what is the official language of Sierra Leone. I would like Swahili or something. Where is he going to get all these books? So I don't know. This guy's a real bitch, and he sounds like an asshole. <laughs> and uh, he, wow. if you, you know, he's trying to raise nine hundred ninety nine bucks. Why don't you just give that to Joseph? You fucking prick. He doesn't want your MP three player. So that's my take on it. I love I love those things that you see online. They're like one retweet, and we'll donate 10, right ten cents or five cents, and it's from like some huge. Huge fucking corporation. Yeah, it's, it's from like, like Hankook Tires or some shit. Why wouldn't you just do that anyway? Yeah. But cool hey. shit. Cool world we live in. Cool, cool world. Well, I'll be dead soon. And that's the six pack. Cool, Mike. So that was the six pack. That's pretty much the meat of the show. Uh, we do have a couple more things we should get to here. Uh, first of all, if you want to get bonus episodes of your Kickstarter sucks, which um, I don't know, they they're some they're kind of a mismatch. We're not really doing anything in particular. Uh, we will, of course, continue to talk about Kickstarter crowdfunding related stuff on there because that's sort of the bread and butter. But um, we bring out a lot of the movie talk on there as well. Um, we've had Ted Leo on. Uh, we've talked to. Um, 
Bigfoot. Yeah, we talked to uh, that. I mean, I, mean, I feel like he should have gone first, but... Bigfoot and then Ted Leo. Uh, um, Bigfoot, by the way, does not have me blocked on Twitter, so that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> um, so that's one for two there. I but, didn't even know he had an account, but... Um, it's not verified for obvious reasons, but... Yeah, it w- yeah why would it be? <laughs> yeah, otherwise we wouldn't have nine seasons of Finding Bigfoot if they just knew how to, if the account was they verified. Just, yeah, they would just, just down from hit there. him up. Yeah, I, th- I, I was thinking about that, I think, yesterday... Um, Thinking about Bigfoot. <laughs> you remember that Richard Simmons tub. podcast? Yes. Yes. Um, and about how it was like, uh, I, I didn't listen to it at all. Okay, I did. I did hear, I heard all of it. You did? I did, yes. That's a serious thing you did? I actually did. Yeah, it's not a gag. I okay. listened to the whole thing. I thought it was interesting. Um, They were like, find, finding Richard Simmons. We got to find Richard Simmons. Yeah. Uh, Just Google his house and just go over there. <laughs> That's, there's a little I guess bit, it wouldn't have made for like an interesting. There's a little bit more to it. You want me to explain it to you? Well, he had to get the directions to the house. You right. Had to figure out which house he lives in because he has more than one. You got huh? traffic. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was a good. Um, I don't need to advertise for that. It was like the number one podcast in the world for a long time. Probably still is for all the fuck I know. Uh, or I mean, ours. Yeah, it's day. probably the number two podcast now. So yeah. Uh, so what were we talking about? I don't remember uh, who we've had on the show. Uh, oh, what the bonus Ted Leo, episodes Bigfoot are and all that stuff. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about what the bonus episodes are. Oh, geez, Louise. Put me on the spot here. Yeah, they're not about the Squeeze Louise, our um, ill-fated product. The bonus episodes are good. <laughs> All right, this is a disaster. So, uh, okay. Uh, but go there if you want to hear more uh, from from uh, from the two chuckleheads. I love um, how I love how you immediately give me a job, and then I immediately <laughs> fuck it up, and then you just take it back. You're um, like, oh, all right, well, forget it. <laughs> or you know what? You don't. You actually don't even have to listen to him if you don't want to. You can just give us a couple of bucks, and we'd appreciate that. That's uh, cool. That's less work for you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm actually still going to do it, even if the because it's not like they send me the bucks and then they say don't no, worry I mean, for them. It's less work for them. They don't have to listen to it. They can just, oh yeah, well save, save that's the, cool. Save the space on your phone. You're guys. too busy, dude. All right, let's be honest. But you're not too busy to donate to the Patreon to to give one more website your credit card information. Because <laughs> um, honestly, when's the last time a website ever got compromised and somebody's credit card information got stolen? It never happens. It doesn't happen. Um, and in fact, put two credit cards on there in case one of them expires so it can discharge yeah. that other one. Um, it's <laughs> good. That's and actually, good. if you just want to email them to me, that's fine as well. Yeah. Just in plain text is, uh, here's the number, here's the expiration. And, and then, yeah, actually the a picture of it would work great as well. The and front your and license. Back. Go ahead and send us all of your info. And that is your kickstarter sucks at gmail.com where we're also accepting, um, praise. Yeah. We're accepting, um, compliments. We're accepting. Um, Just send us an email and say hi. Yeah, Mike really. Look, dude. <laughs> he wants a pal. <laughs> he wants a friend to email back and forth. I don't think. Has anyone taken you up on your uh, offer of no. pen pal? If somebody does, I'm just going to ignore it. That's the plan, I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're going to hey. write him back. No, no, no. You're going to be friends with him. If you. Jesse's strong arming me into being friends with somebody. If you write Mike an email. At your <laughs> your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com uh-huh. and put uh, put uh, pen pal for Mike in the subject line. <laughs> Mike will send you a picture of pickles the pig. That's true, and that is the YKS promise. You will get a picture of Mike's famous pet pickles the pig. <laughs> he's famous. He is. I mean, he's a famous pig. Name all the pigs. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, there's pickles. Um. Okay, there's uh I can't name anymore. Yeah. 
That's because Pickles is the first name when it comes to pigs. <laughs> so patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Um, I definitely, iTunes, go on there and rate it. If you could rate and review on I, iTunes, I that would be great. I think that's important somehow. You know how um, when you buy stuff on Amazon now, you will get an email from a guy whose English is really bad asking you to review mm-hmm. what you bought? Uh, that fucking pisses me off. I don't like that shit at no. all. And it makes me mad. And I don't want to do it. And in fact, it makes me want to send the shit back and give my money back. Maybe don't say that. And then tell about, them to fuck off. Maybe don't say that about the iTunes thing. But iTunes is different because, um, well, it, it just is. So uh, it's different than Amazon. Because we're two small it, business owners It, it here. won't piss you off. So You know what? We're trying to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps because <laughs> we believe in strong conservative values here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we believe in um, no taxes. That's right. And we also believe in one world government. And strong borders. A very no, strong No border. illegals, too. That's something you keep talking about. Right? Um, I, don't, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to say me. I just want to say us as a show. I don't know if I want to necessarily put on okay. me in particular. Okay. It's him, though. <laughs> um, so that's it. Uh, wait, no, hang on. There was one more thing. That's right. Uh, what's that? Oh, you don't let me turn it up? How about I turn it down? All right. It's the Predators. The Nashville Predators hockey team? No, they are. And so they're, okay, so they're playing tonight. Is that right? Uh, well, they're, well, we don't want to say tonight because we don't want to date the show, but the, <laughs> the, the NHL finals is ongoing. I felt like it was time for... Uh, Nashville's favorite podcast, Your Kickstarter Sucks, to talk a little bit about our hometown heroes, the boys in blue and yellow. I'm talking about none other than the Nashville Predators Hockey Club. Yeah. And that's me sitting back in my chair all the way back to really enjoy. It sounded like a fart to me. It didn't but... sound like a poot, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, Mike, uh, like I said, the, the battle for um, the, big, uh, the big cup... The um the big hockey cup the uh, yeah. it's the hockey the world hockey cup is what is that the St- uh, what is it the Stanley Cup is that what that is uh, I believe it is called the World Cup of hockey of the puck that's awesome the <laughs> world it's uh the puck world tour so hmm so the battle for the big puck is up and and I want to say who do you got in this one um I just checked the scores the sc- of the game so I'm gonna go with the uh, the pens on this one because they are up three to one. Okay, they're leading right now. So, once again, <laughs> not really, not for uh, let's not talk about specific games. Let's talk about okay, let's talk about the whole series, the whole kit and caboodle. Who's gonna walk home with that big golden puck at the end of this thing? Uh, I'm gonna okay, JF, I'm gonna say the, is it the penguins. Is it oh, you're gonna say the penguins? Yeah, I'm gonna say the penguins are gonna take this one just for no reason. I'm saying that. And now is that because of your deep Pittsburgh roots? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. And and what else? When you when you look at a team like the Penguins, what do you what jumps out at you most in terms of uh the basically some of the well, players you, they're uh, gonna be putting out there on the ice? Look, they got the drive and the determination and everything that you'd want in a team to well, have. Well, how do you think their first line matches up uh with the Preds uh big time goal scoring unit? Uh well see the okay see the difference between that is that the penguins um have they're all timers mm-hmm. so yeah 
Anybody in particular you think is going to be a real matchup nightmare for the Preds? How can you pick just one? Well, I don't know. I'm asking you just to pick one. I mean, pick two if you must. There's uh Okay, let's hear two. <laughs> if you can even narrow it down to two, why don't you give us three? Just give us your top three okay, so, tough matchups for the Nashville Predators mm, moving forward. The starting line of the, the Penguins. Um, Well, F- Frank is good out there. Big Frank. Frank's. And he's number... Uh escapes me at this at this juncture okay um, no, that's fine you don't have the sheet in front of you yeah i'm right on i mean it's i'm on the spot here but frank it's, uh frank son is good and so is tommy wami yeah i like him and uh it's three of them you said yeah i need three just need one more tony uh the young upstart tony baloney yep. is good as well on there so they're those three yeah Frank Frankenstein, uh, Tommy Wami, and Tony Baloney. They're going to blow the doors off of the Preds. And I love the Preds. You know this. Um, well, I know you love the Preds, and, and I know that... Uh, now, uh, what jersey is it that you have hanging up in your closet? I, I see it every time I go over there. And Whose jersey is the, Whose Predators jersey you got up there? I know you got a couple. What's your favorite that one? That would be the, f- the famous goaltender of all time. Yep. And you know him, and I love him. Hey, we love him. As Art blinds so now you're not just looking around the room and, and saying no. what you see on the walls no right? that's it that's a, a real thing that i have okay now <clears throat> he must be so. classic because i don't know if i remember yeah it's old it's before your time maybe or something I don't know. so that was maybe when the predators first moved to nashville back in <laughs> back in uh <laughs> Way back, <laughs> way back then, mm-hmm. at that time. So, oh boy. Well, it's 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 going to be an exciting match out there on the ice. Oh, they're on the ice this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time they're playing this one on the ice. Uh, boy, uh, do you have you thought about getting up there uh, and and catching a game? <coughs> um. Yeah, I've I've gone to a couple of the games. No, but no, but uh, how much are tickets going for right now on the market to go see uh, oh, Nashville? They're dirt cheap. You can, I mean, really, you just pick them up. Get a six six pack of them. Hey, six pack. Hey, like this show, just right? like the uh, segment we do here on the show. Um, they shouldn't be too expensive. Oh, it's just, I mean, basically, when you get down to it, the tickets just paper. Yeah. So how much does that cost? Nothing. And sometimes it's not even paper; it's just digi. So, I mean, if you got a digi ticket, it was just cost of the internet. So, basically, when you get down to it, that you you can't have a cheaper night out on the town than nope. an NHL finals game. It's probably for free. Probably for probably free. Check for it free. out up there. And uh, and now, where are they playing at right now, Mike? At the uh, ice rink. Okay, that's right. Yep, and they're up there at the ice rink right now. So, uh, get your family. I don't know if they're there right now. <laughs> they might be somewhere else. So, maybe at home or something. I don't know. Yeah, they, well, they could be at home, and you're right to point that out, Mike, and that's why we have you on the show. Yep. Um. So, so I guess gr- good luck. Uh, although Mike, Mike says it's going to be a tough road. You know, we didn't place down a bet. I think I'm taking the Preds on this one. Okay, I'll bet you five million dollars on the Penguins. Uh, all right, it's a bet. So that's the official YKS bet: five million, um, five million buckaronis on the line here. No dollars. So. Oh, you're going to need that in dollars. Okay, yeah. So, 
Um, and I'll probably win it, so it, it doesn't matter. So we're probably going head to head, I guess. It sounds yep. like here, Preds yeah. versus Pens. Cool. So that's the official prediction here. Oh, actually, did you want to give an official? Did you want to say how, how many games do you think the Penguins are going to take it in? Um, for this for the series, how many games? How many games do you think the series is going to go? If the Penguins are going to ultimately take it on, how many games do you think it's going to? Well, they don't. They just don't play more than one. They play more than one game, and they do it. Well, it's just, I knew that. So they, I'm going to say uh, twenty six games. Okay, so the pins in 26 is, yeah. is Mike's pick. Well, uh, best of luck to the Preds. Uh, obviously an uphill battle here for them to overcome the, the big 25-game lead that they must have going in. Um, so I think that's it for the show. You've got our prediction. You've got our six-pack. You've got, you've got some homework now to go on iTunes, right, Mike? Yeah, and give us a rating of five stars. Now we're looking for that five-star review, okay, guys? <laughs> Right. I think they've all been five stars, except for one. One shit on the uh, audio issue, which I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, golden. Hey, we've got those. We've got those golden voices. Um, but yeah, five star review would be great because I can show it to people and say, "Look at this! Look at all these five star reviews." I can email my mommy and say, yeah. "Hey, mommy." Because now it's been weird lately. Your mom's been calling you on your bullshit by saying you've got that one bad review yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> so. My mom's always checking the iTunes reviews, <laughs> calling me up. Hey, uh, I noticed. I noticed. Hey, something. Tony Baloney is what she says. Um, so, well, I never know how to end these shows, but uh, I think that'll do it. Um, uh, oh, look at this. We wow, break late breaking news here on the show. Something has happened in the hockey game. Don't want to give it away because, again, that would kind of date. Um, the the time we're recording this, but I will say that something has happened. And yeah, I'll say that they tied. So God three and it. three. Uh, thanks everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Mm-hmm.